0: Sorry about that. Amen. <laughs> happy Sabbath. <laughs> happy Sabbath again. Sorry about
1: that, Andre. Thank you so much, man. Um, oh, man, We had the mute button pushed again. <laughs> Amen. But good morning and happy Sabbath, everybody.
2: Happy Sabbath. I
1: hope that you're having a blessed Sabbath day. Amen. We want to just welcome you. Amen. My name is Pastor Fields.
2: I'm Melody Fields, and we'd like to welcome you to the Tabernacle of Praise. I'm talking
1: ahead of myself this morning. Amen, but that's all right. That's all right. This is a great day. This is a good day, and we're just so blessed and honored to be able to share this time with you. We do have a few announcements. I know a couple announcements that we want to share. I'm going to let my wife jump in here and share okay. with, with us amen let's some of the things we that we have going on at our church
2: okay uh let's see today we have we'll be on sabbath school today we have our discipleship class with sister karen lewis at 2 30 and they will be studying from the book testimonies for the church volume one chapter 75 and you can find that on um
1: Zoom on oh, Zoom. That's right. That's okay. right. The link is out. Amen. We a, you will hear a little bit more about that. I believe Elder Carol, which mm-hmm. is a part of that um discipleship class. We'll be sharing a little bit more about that. And
2: there's an exciting title, Walk in the Light.
1: Mm. So, I've actually okay. attended one of those um, sessions. I need to attend more, amen. Um, very powerful conversation. Um, I encourage you, amen, uh, to um, just just join in and be a part of this awesome, awesome.
0: Ministry. And
2: also, we have a turkey and food giveaway, free food and turkey giveaway Tuesday, November twenty fourth, um, at ten thirty a.m. and it's going to be at the Christian the Christian Embassy Church hmm. at one three seven seven five Old Jamestown Road, Florissant.
1: Mm, Okay. Amen. Amen. We also want to just give some shout outs to those that are celebrating birthdays and um, anniversaries. Just want to just say have a wonderful, happy uh, birthday. If you're celebrating an anniversary this month, we want to say um, congratulations on the many years, however many years, we have one, two, three, Mm -hmm. four, five, however many years. We just want to say um, congratulations on those accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Um, As we transition, I don't know, was there anything else, honey, you want to Uh, share? amen (laughs) amen (laughs) nope that's it um but we want to just say welcome you to our tabernacle of praise family um here at top we just let the lord have his way Um, we just love to worship
2: but wait Mm. it wouldn't be Top if we didn't invite somebody so what we need to do now is take our phones our computers whatever it may be that you're using and hit the share button or hit the Start a watch party button yeah. and invite somebody to church today. Now, this is easy. It's not like you got to use any gas to go across town to pick somebody up or you got to keep pumping the primal. As soon as you hit that share button or that watch party button, mm-hmm. usually see people jump right on.
1: Amen. Yeah. So, so let's share invite this, somebody. Let's invite them. Let's, let's share it. Um, let's get this message out. Um, we will be having our special prayer time as well. And I believe that um, while you're doing your, your watch parties and you're sharing um, that there are certain um. I think there's a way that if you do a watch party, um, I want to make sure I get this right. I was told um, that you may not be able to get those prayer requests in, but if you share it, amen, then you will be able to Mm -hmm. type in your special prayer request because what we have started here um, is our special prayer time together, but we are doing journal, Mm -hmm. um, our prayer journal, logging those prayers down. As you see, my wife is grabbing her journal now as we're about to transition over to our prayer time. And so we want to encourage you, um, to start that prayer journal, to share this message, share this link, so that individuals could be a part of our family, amen? Amen. As my wife steps away, I'll continue with some of the announcements, but we want to welcome you and thank you for being with us, amen? Mm -hmm. Um, We do have a couple of announcements as we look at the screen. Um, Our surviving the holidays, that we announced this on last week, um, but this awesome, awesome um, service will be taking place tomorrow um, at 3 Mm p.m., You have it right there on your screen. We encourage you to log in. Um, The information is right there, the Zoom link. Um, You'll be able to join in there. You'll be able to have great dynamic conversation about how to survive um, during these holidays and coping with grief. There's been a lot of loss, a lot of hurt, um, a lot of pain um, these past few months, um, several months, should I say. And this would be an awesome, awesome um, ministry for you to tap into to also that that will um, help you um, as you go through this. Also, we wanna encourage you on tomorrow um, at 6 p.m. So we have a lot going on tomorrow. Um, and so we encourage you to be a part of this. Awesome, awesome. Let's talk about it, amen. Let's talk about it. Um, this uh, these are questions that were asked um, of the ladies, amen, of the ladies, amen. The ladies asked the question, um, they asked these questions of two men, uh, four men, and they'll have this conversation on tomorrow. So we want to encourage you to let's talk about this as a part one series. Um, we encourage you to be there at 6 p.m. Um, we do have the Zoom link. There it is on your screen right there. Thank you so much. Um, we do have that Zoom link, um, the meeting time, the, um, the, the access code. Everything is right here before you. So we want to encourage you to be a part of this awesome Let's talk together. Amen. Let's, let's talk about it. Um, from what I understand, I spoke with a host. Amen. I spoke with a host on yesterday, and he was sharing with me that there are some very, very um, um, interesting. Um, I'm going to put it like that. Uh, I was told um, that these aren't softball questions. Amen. And so they're going to have an awesome time tomorrow discussing these uh, questions that were sent in by the ladies. So we encourage you to be a part of that. Also, um, on this week, um, Tuesday, I mean, Wednesday, I'm sorry. Wednesday, we're having our special day of praise and prayer. Um, this is a time where you'll be able to join in um, and be a part of um, a prayer. It's like a fasting and prayer. so prayer and praise that will take place at 630 in the morning. Um, I do have that information for you as far as how to join. Um, you have the CSC prayer line. If you have that number, that's how you will access this uh, ministry right here, this will begin at 6.30 a.m. And it will go all the day up until 5.30 p.m. Amen. And yours truly will be speaking at 9.30 a.m. And my topic that we'll be dealing with is healing of brokenness, relationship. Um, and so we're going to have an awesome time um, all day on, on um on wednesday amen wednesday wednesday the 25th and we'll culminate the evening amen as you see on the screen um we'll conclude the evening with our president elder roger bernard who will be bringing the word at 7 p.m amen and so we encourage you to be a part of this awesome awesome prayer time together a day of prayer starting at 6 30 a.m. on the conference prayer line featuring our conference president elder roger bernard join us live on november 25th um, at 7 p.m and you have the access code down there or you can go to our conference youtube channel and you will be able to access that service there our conference youtube channel um, the cs conference and you will be able to join in and be a part of that service on wednesday the 25th, a lot is going on, a lot is happening, a lot is taking place, uh, but we wanna encourage you even in the midst of this pandemic, even in the midst of this COVID, that you uh, continue to remain faithful, continue to trust God, continue to lean on him, For he is truly worthy to be praised. Um, At this time, we're gonna transition over to our um, um, special giving time where um, Elder Carol will take us, uh, or, or share with us, should I say, um, how we can go about giving to this awesome ministry. Elder Carol.
3: Good morning, church family. Always glad to speak a word for the Lord. This morning, I want to remind you and thank you for being faithful in your tithe and offering. Please continue to return your faithful tithe and offering to the Cash App at Giving, And you can also return it through Adventistgiving.org. And if you can't do those things, you can always mail it in to our treasurer, Sister Teresa Harris. Just want to say a word about stewardship this morning. Of course, stewardship of time, talent, temple and treasure. Those things that God gives us so that we may use them to his glory and to the good of mankind. During this pandemic, we're all thinking about what's going on, all the disease, all the death that's going on. But I was thinking two words, what if, what if the way that we think about things, what if we change it to a more positive look? And instead of fighting against wearing masks, instead of fighting against wearing masks, what if we fight for the right to serve God according to the dictates of our conscience? What if we fight for the right to exemplify God in all that we do and to show forth his image to a dying world? Instead of avoiding social distancing, what if we draw closer to God. He says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Let's draw near to God during this time. Instead of reading news reports about how the pandemic's spreading constantly, what if we took the time to study our Bibles more and took the time to study our Sabbath school lesson to learn more and more about Jesus? Instead of complaining about the pandemic, What if we pray about the pandemic and ask God to keep his hand on this entire world and to only allow what he knows is best for his purposes to save as many souls as will give their lives to him? Instead of using this pandemic as an excuse not to worship, what if we use the pandemic as a reason to worship God even more as we see the great day of his return approaching? Instead of going against the government and rebelling against the government, what if we use this time to surrender our hearts and our minds to God? Things would look a lot better, wouldn't they? Instead of us being anxious and stressed out because of the pandemic, if we were to do those things in a more positive light, it would change our attitude and it would change the attitude of those around us. God's expecting us and giving us this as an opportunity to learn to trust in him more, to depend upon him more, and to surrender our lives to him. That would make all the difference in the world, wouldn't it? So next time you hear about the pandemic, the next time you're reading about it, remember those two words. What if? What if I look at things from a more faithful and a more determined perspective? Be blessed. Enjoy the rest of this Sabbath. Be a blessing to others also. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Elder. Thank you so much. What if, what if we look at things in a different perspective, look at things in a different light, even though we're in this pandemic, even though we're in these trying times, we are still admonished and charged to be faithful unto God. And if we look at things in a different light, amen, we can rest assured that God will carry us through, amen. Um, And so we thank you so much for that. Um, We thank you also for those that have been supporting um, our ministry here at um, TOP. Um, We wanna say thank you so much. We also wanna say a special thank you to all of our visiting family and friends that are faithful in joining on this here prayer time with us every Sabbath, every Sabbath. Believe it or not, we have individuals that that join from all over and we wanna say thank you. Lastly, lastly, that was an announcement that we did miss and I don't know how we missed it. At 5 p.m. on tomorrow, I know there's a lot going on tomorrow. There's a special counseling session, amen. Um, I'm gonna have my wife come back and join me to make sure that I get this part right, amen. Happy
2: Sabbath. It slipped my mind when I was up here earlier. We have a group support session somewhat, Um, and it's tomorrow, 5 o'clock, and you can contact myself through Pastor Fields, or you can contact Sister um, Lakita Carroll or Sister Teresa um, Harris about the uh, sessions, and there is a registration form, but we had a really good time last week. We want more people to participate because we were actually able to talk about some things. Mm -hmm. We got some good information that will help us through these trying times. Mm -hmm. So um, reach out to us. We'd love to have you be a part. Thanks.
1: Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, These are trying times Um, and every day um, is a day of Thanksgiving. Um, We know that God is still faithful. Listen, uh, we want to encourage you to be faithful um, even in our prayer time as we transition over to our time of prayer. Um, we mentioned last week that we're starting our prayer journal. And we encourage each home um, to um, follow in that um, suit of developing a prayer journal for your family. Um, And each time you have prayer time at home and your personal devotion, um, we just simply ask if you can just say, Lord, remember the prayer journal, Um, because we don't want to you know, um, we don't want anyone to go without. Um, There's a lot going on, there's a lot happening, there's a lot um, taking place within our country, within our land, Um, and we definitely need, we definitely need God to show up and show out um, in a very special way. So listen, family, um, start that journal, start that time of prayer, start that time of um, connecting with God so that we can see the strongholds broken. Um, I'm gonna ask my wife to um, pass that list over, amen. Um, We do have just a few, amen, uh, that has come in. Uh, We want you to remember um, the Harris family, uh, Brother Vivian, um, I I call him Pops, amen. Uh, We ask that you remember him in prayer, uh, continue to ask God's blessings upon him. The Crystal Winston family, we wanna remember them. um, Um, The Bobby family, we ask that you will cover them. Uh, Barbara, um, um, uh, Bobby, keep them in prayer. Um, Eleanor Stewart, the Sister Stewart, definitely need her in prayer. Um, Her children and her family, we want to lift them up. Uh, McKinney and the Smith family, want to remember them, McKinney and Smith family, um, cover them. Also, we want to remember Sister Beverly, Um, immediate family and siblings. We thank God for Sister Beverly. We will hear from her here shortly, um, our songbird. Um, We thank God for her. Just remember to keep her lifted up. Also, we ask that you remember um, all those that have lost loved ones. There were several individuals um, that have lost loved ones, that have funeralized loved ones this week. Um, Ask that you will cover them and keep them as well. Um, So at this time, if you could just bow your heads with me. Um, as we look to the lord in prayer as we have our special prayer time together amen um let us pray loving lord our father and our god again we thank you once again for allowing us to gather thank you so much for allowing us to come into your presence um you are truly an amazing god without you we're hopelessly lost father but with you we are definitely more than conquerors And so with you, um, we are just so appreciative of all that you do and all that you've done and all that you are doing, Father, keep us in the midst of this pandemic. Um, We ask that you will forgive us of our sins, oh God, and help us to reflect you in everything we say and everything that we do for you truly, truly are an amazing God. Um, I lift up before you um, um, Brother Harris, oh God, uh, Vivian Harris, oh God, um, Pops, if you will, Ask that you will just give him strength and courage his heart um, as he is having health challenges. We ask that you will surround him, oh God, with nurses and doctors that have his best interests at heart. We ask that you will cover him right now, oh God. These are very difficult times, very challenging times. And sometimes, Father, one can feel um, the soul alone. Um, and just, so we ask, Father, when um, we can't get in there, you can. So cover him and keep him. We also ask that you would be with uh, be with Crystal, Winston, and family. Cover them. You know their needs. You know um, what's happening in their life, what is going on in their circle. Uh, Lord, just cover them right now. Um, show up in a very mighty way, whatever financial challenge they may be dealing with, whatever um, um, social issue they're having, oh God, whatever physical, mental, um, spiritual. We ask that you would just do Um, what you do, oh God, and have your way in their lives. We also want to lift up before you, um, um, Diana, oh God, uh, Bobby, um, Barbara, Bobby, oh God, um, cover that family, keep them um, safe, oh God, and cap around them, um, ask that you will watch over them, Sister Barbara, oh God. Um, that you will gather her, hold them, hold them close, keep them ever before you, for you truly are an amazing God, and without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, Um, we are more than conquerors, and so we give you all praise, all honor, and all glory for all that you do. Be with um, Sister Stewart, oh God, Um, watch over her children, her family, oh God, we want to ask that you will do that, Um, you're able to do all things but fail. So cover the family, be with the McKinney family, oh God, Um, the the Smith family, watch and care for them, Lord, have your way. Um, Do what only you can do, oh God, in creating all of us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us that wherever we go, whatever we do, oh God, your name will be glorified. And we also want to lift up before you, Sister Beverly, her immediate family and her siblings, oh God, Um, we just need you to do a, a mighty work in her life. There are members that are missing as a result of COVID. They were already on a slippery slope before COVID. And now that COVID has hit, oh God, um, the slope has taken them out. We ask that you will bring those missing members back, oh God, that you will give them what they need to press towards that mark of a higher calling, um, that they will, at the end of the day, oh God, will be able to rest in knowing that they have committed their lives to you. Lord, I ask that you would be with my family. Lord, you know we're in need of your touch. Um, every step of the way, we need you, oh God. My daughters, we thank you for traveling mercies and we thank you for covering them away at school and bringing them home and just being that kind of a God. Lord, we ask that you to cover all pastors Lord, Father, God, we ask that you will cover them, cover those, oh God, that are having, uh, that are going through um, major life-changing moments, um, be it as a result of um, choices that that uh, we made or, um, or, or something just happened, oh God, that put us in a bad place. You know what that is. Um, and so we ask that you will cover them, um, that you will just bring peace in the home, um, that you will just allow your Holy Spirit to rest upon them. And again, we'll be ever so mindful to give you the praise, honor, and glory. Thank you so much for this privilege to praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. God is good, and all the time, God is good. Um, At this time, we do want to be featured with a special selection from Sister Beverly who will be singing, um, The Blood, The Blood, Sister Beverly.
0: There we go. I was doing a lot of moving around here. I'll tell you, this day right here, no
1: matter how smooth you try to make it, no matter how smooth you... Can you hear me okay? No, not yet. Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me? Thank you. Amen. Listen, no matter how smooth you try to make this thing, it seems like it's always something that takes place. Amen. Uh, but we are here anyhow. Amen. Um, thank you so much, Andre, for what you do. Um, we do have a special, a couple of prayers that we do want to announce. Amen. Thank you so much. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, thank you. My wife is on, the, is on the camera there making sure that we locked and loaded. Amen. And um, everything is good. I guess everything is good. We'll see it at the, uh, on the other side. Amen. I'm not going to worry about it. But what we do want to do, um, we do have a couple of prayers that we wanna make sure that we mention them. We encourage everyone to send their prayer requests in and as much as possible, we want to um, call those prayers out. Um, We're not always able to get every prayer, um, but what we wanna do is as much as possible, the prayers that we do receive, we wanna be able to call those out because we want you to know that this is not something that we're doing um, for show. But we actually look for the Lord to do a mighty work um, in the lives of his people as it relates to um, prayer. Now I'm going to try to hit this right here. There's a a couple of prayers um, that we did receive. Amen. That I at least three or four of them that I have right here in front of me um, that I do want to call those names out. Um, So if you can bow your heads with me again as we look to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Let us pray. Uh, loving lord our father again we're so thankful we're so blessed and privileged and highly favored to be able to come before you Um, we believe in the power of prayer that's why father it's not a problem for us to come back to your throne as a matter of fact father we'll be back there again Um, and again and again amen and the word of god declares that when we get to heaven we're going to sit around amen the throne of god and we'll be able to have a conversation with you face to face in other words. We'll be able to pray to you face-to-face. Come on somebody. And so we thank you, Father, for um, allowing us to come before you again. We want to lift up before you um, the Elliott family um, in need of prayer for family um, and, and, um, and, um, uh, and for herself, oh God. We ask that you will cover their children. Ask that you will watch over the children, um, keep them, Father God, as they go through um, these difficult times. These are some very, very trying times, oh God, that the people of God are going through. We also want to lift up before you Angela um, Grant Graydon, oh God. Um, she is also asking for prayer for her family. She's also asking for prayer for you know, her family members that are hospitalized um, due to COVID 19. Her sister's co worker is in need of prayer. Um, Father, we ask that you would be with their five um, individuals, oh God, uh, disabled boys. Lord, you know the circumstances, you know their need, you know everything about. Um, Sister Graydon, oh God, and her need for you to step into her circumstances, oh God. We also want to lift up before you, oh God, again, um, the Hunt family, um, the Elliott family, watch over and keep them ever before you, for you truly are. An amazing God, without you, we are hopelessly lost, but with you, Father, we are, Father God, more than conquerors. We also ask that you will watch over Thomas Jenkins, oh God, who was battling pneumonia. Just watch over, um, cover, keep, have your way, do what you do, oh God, for without you again, Father, we can do nothing. Again, we thank you so much for this privilege, this opportunity to come before you, um, and again, have your way in jesus name we pray amen amen thank you so much my wife amen who is a um a very very um help amen she is definitely that for me and i thank you so much um again these are some very difficult difficult times some very trying times um these are some times that if the truth be told um you know, is leaving many in a place where they are just unsure about what they should do or even how they should go about um, even going through these next few days. Um, But I just want to just drop a word of encouragement on you today to let you know that even in the midst of all of this, um, God is still faithful. God is still on the throne. And I believe that there is a word today that would help us through um, these difficult times. Now, um, my wife is, is, you know, have to get me to calm down um, because I am just excited by nature. I'm very humorous, you know, it's like my mind, everything is just an exciting thing for me. Um, You know, I laugh a lot, I joke a lot. Um, I can't, you know, it's, it's in my DNA. <laughs> it's who I am. Amen. Um, but I am also mindful that uh, in these times that we're in, um, they're very, they're very challenging times. And while, you know, some stuff is, you know, it's just not funny, you know, some stuff is just not funny. I don't know if you ever told a joke where to you it was the most funniest thing um, that you have ever heard. But when you told it, people just looked at you. They just, they just, yeah. Um, and so I'm aware that these are very serious times. These are very challenging times. Uh, but at the same time, I believe that there are times where we can still uh, put our trust in the Lord. Um, and so, if you don't mind, if you can just turn with me to the Book of First John, um, Book of First John, Chapter Two. Um, there is a word from the Lord. I believe that he has for us today. Um, and I wanna just share that word with you. Again, that is First uh, John chapter two, um, and we wanna look at chapters 12, 13, and 14. Just, just just, only three, only three verses, amen? Only three verses that we're gonna look at, amen? And I'll read those. Um, there it is right there on your screen, amen? First uh, John chapter two, beginning at verse 12, and it says, I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I want you to know, I want, I write to you, fathers, because you are known, you you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. i write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. And then in verse 14, he says, I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you Have overcome the wicked one. The wicked one. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about the spiritual state of the spiritually led. The spiritual state of the spiritually led. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father, our Savior, and our God and King, we are so thankful for this privilege. And as we walk through these next few verses, these next verses, for these next few minutes, we ask that you will lead us and guide us. Take total control over my thoughts, uh, my tongue, um, and I will take, thought, take control over the ears of the hearers. Um, and I pray, oh God, there's something is said here that will draw people to you. This we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much the spiritual state of the spiritually led. I wanna start out by first saying and sharing with you that um, every last one of us are leaders. Um, If you are a child of God, or you believe that you are a Christian, or that you have been saved and you are saved and you've been washed in the blood, and that you are bound for the king and Um I, I, I believe, um, and then I wanna just share with you today that you are a leader. Um, you have a responsibility to lead people to Christ. I wanna make that clear that as a result of you being a believer, you now have been tasked with the responsibility of sharing your faith you have been now tasked with the responsibility of leading people to christ it's not the responsibility of the twos and the fews, it's not the responsibility of the elders and the deacons it is not the responsibility of the pastor and the pastor alone that's the pastor's job to preach and to Tell everybody about Jesus. No, let me let me explain something to you. Um, uh, it's not my responsibility of, alone to tell people about the soon coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's all of our responsibility to lead people and to point people and to direct people to the throne of God. That's all of our responsibility. And as we look at our pastors today, First uh, John, uh, uh, chapter two uh, of the writer of this epistle. But um, well, let, well, let me just make sure that we understand that, of course, this epistle is is, is, is more pastoral. Amen. Is more pastoral. Is it, this this epistle right here is a is is an epistle that will that that help you to now encourage others through their journey. Amen. And of course, we can look from. Through the, through the Bible, from, from Genesis to Revelation, and we can find passages every, with every turn of the page that, that, that mandates our responsibility to lead people to Christ. As a matter of fact, everything uh, about the Bible is about pointing people to Christ. At the end of this message, if this message is not pointing you to Christ, then this message um, was, was a waste of time. Amen. The truth of the matter is you being a believer, you being a Christian, you being a child of God. If your life is not directing people to Christ, then what? I have to stop right there. What are you doing? Your life is the testimony. And the writer of this epistle, as we as we as we step into this thing, as we as we get in here and sit down and begin to unfold and unpack and and, and, and learn uh, a little something, Amen. We'll realize that spiritually, leaders, that spiritual uh, the spiritual state of the spiritually leaders is a is a is a life that should be geared and directed towards Christ. The spiritual led state, the spiritual state of the spiritually led ought to be a life that is directing people to Christ. I'm trying to slow this thing down. I get so excited sometimes, I run past myself. But I I, I just want to convey this. I want to just convey this in such a way with all the excitement. See, see you have to understand, you know, being, you know, I'm so there, there is so much in me, so much joy, so much. Ex- I, I, if I could just burst this thing out, man, I, I'm telling you. Uh, I, I, but, but I'm excited. I'm trying to calm down here. I'm trying to calm down. My wife is over there. Boy, I tell you, I'm, I'm trying to calm down. I know I'm live. I know people come to this page. They probably said, Boy, he's at it again. But I need us to understand as we walk through this, the writer of this epistle, John, he simply starts out by saying, I write to you, little children. Amen. Now, we're not talking little children um, like your toddlers. Uh, we're not talking little children um, as it relates to uh, preschool age, but, but we're talking uh, in a, a state of mind. In other words, when we come to Christ, we come to him as babes, as, as little children. Hallelujah. Who, who, who if you will, uh, uh, need mommy, needs daddy uh, uh, every step of the way. So he says, I'm writing to you, little children. In other words, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. Now, I had to put a pen right there uh, because when, I, when, when, when when he says, your sins have been forgiven you for his name's sake. Uh, that just simply lets me know. It took me back to the Psalms when David says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, thy comfort me. Amen. That will be prepared to take before me the presence of my enemy. And God has said, for his name's sake, he allows stuff to show up in our life. And yet while they show up, he says, I will take you through whatever it is that you go through for my name's sake. And I'm coming to you as little children uh, uh, because you have to understand that as little children, that's when we start implementing rules and, and regulations and, 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 and certain things in a child while they're young. The Bible says, train up a child in the way that they should go. So when they get older, they will not depart. In other words, we have to start teaching and learning while we're in that infant state. Amen, when we first come into the church, and I understand that there are individuals in our church, um, they're, 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 they're new, um, you haven't been in very long. And I get that, I understand. And I don't wanna start throwing stuff your way as a, as a child um, that, is, that is very difficult for you to chew and digest, amen? Uh, 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 but we want to start on that childlike level amen. Now we have to keep in mind. Now, and I have to say this. and I said it before and I'll say it again, that if you're still in that childlike place five years from now, that's a problem. Amen. Now, if you want to jump over to the natural, if you will, if you have a child um, and five years from now they're still unable to speak or they are still not able to eat solids. If they are in a situation now where they're still unable to walk in at, 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 at five years, then, then we tend to take them to the doctor. Uh, we take them to the hospital. We take them somewhere for them to get tested, to get checked out, because we even know that in five years there ought to be progress. And if there is no progress, then there is a problem. And so Paul is saying, I mean, so the writer the writer is saying, I'm writing to you, John is saying, I'm simply writing to you, uh, uh, little children, first and foremost, you need to understand, my brothers and sisters, that your sins have been forgiven you. They've been forgiven. And sometimes, my brothers and sisters, let's just be honest, let's just be clear. Uh, We go through life and we tend to not recognize that our sins have been forgiven. And I say that because we tend to find ourselves going back to the same old stuff. I've done it before and that's why uh, I I can say it. And I know that I'm not by myself. There's no way you're gonna convince me uh, uh, that that I am the only one in the world that has ever struggled with something. I, I, I refuse to allow you to try to get me to believe that I'm the only one that has ever fallen as a result of me going back to something that God had delivered me from. And that was because I didn't quite understand the deliverance process. I didn't quite believe that he has set me free. I'm trying to help somebody today. I'm trying to to encourage you along the way that as little children, we have to understand that we have been forgiven. Our sins have been washed away. There was no need for us to go back to that lifestyle. There was no need for us to go back to those drugs. There was no need for us to go back to that abusive relationship, especially when you've been set free. Any, anybody in their right mind, hallelujah, you've been locked up in prison, and footworks, wherever the prisons are, uh, and they set you free. Uh, you don't turn around and say, I don't want to be set free. I want to go back because I've, I've been locked up for 20 years. I've been locked up in this cage for, for five years, and this is all I know. No, 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 no. Once you get your walking papers, you walk out of that jail, you walk out of that prison, and you walk out with, a, with the intention of never going back. So I believe today, my brothers and sisters, that we have been set free. You have been set free. God said, I've Set you free. Little children, I'm coming to you in such a simple way. As little children, you have been set free. And I like the part when he comes back and said, You have been set free. Your sins are forgiven for my name's sake. In other words, you have been forgiven not because of anything you've done, because you can't do anything that can grant you freedom. It's not because you were born uh, with uh, with your pretty greed. It is not because. Because of of, of your financial situation, God said, listen, I have set you free for my sake, for my name's sake. In other words, my name is on that thing. In other words, I did it for me because this is what I wanted to do. And it has nothing to do with you. But yet at the same time, you have a choice to make. You have a responsibility. Amen. As a believer, as a human being, as an individual, as one that Christ has died for, you have an obligation. And he said, I've done this for my name's sake. In other words, whatever you're going through is for my name's sake. COVID, for my name's sake, I know it was hard, I know it was very difficult, I know it was, I, I you know, when my father passed, you know, I received a phone call a few years ago, um, uh, my sister called, and she said she hadn't heard from dad in a while, uh, she said she called him and he didn't get an answer, now normally they, they, would, they would talk at least once a week, this is when she was living in Alaska, amen, she's back home now, praise God. Um, uh, but when she was in the last, they would talk on a regular, and she gave him a call. She would call him and say, "You know, I've been calling dad, and he never answered. He never answered." And so she called the next day. She uh, she, she called me on that Monday and said, "You know, I've been trying to call dad, um, but couldn't get a hold of him." And so she called different individuals, and so come to find out, make a long story short, my dad had fallen off of his um, exercise bike and couldn't get up. Uh, Laid there all night long in a a very compromising position, couldn't move, couldn't scream for help, dehydrated, Uh, 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 just laid there all by himself. And I remember when um, he he was taken to the hospital, um, the doctor called and uh, they were talking about amputating my dad's leg. And I talked to my dad. I said, Dad, I said, well, man, I I said, "Um, you know, it's up to you. What what do you what do you want to do? And he said, you know what, son? I, I don't wanna lose my leg. I said, "And no, I, I, I get it. And the doctor kept saying that, you know, it was very, uh, that, that it was a matter of life and death. That if, if we didn't have uh, this surgery, if we did, didn't take his leg, that he, would, he he may not make it the, the next few days. And so I, I talked to my dad and I remember my dad um, um, saying these words to me. He said, son, it's in God's hands now. You know, my brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you to let you know that there are some things that sometimes we go through that we have to understand that it's in God's hand. God said, listen, I'm doing this thing for my name's sake. I'm allowing this stuff to happen for my name's sake. And I know that we make choices and we do things. And a lot of times we can look at at, at, at ourselves and say, you know what, I'm in this situation because of what I did. But we have to also understand that you're in that situation because God allowed you to be in that situation. Because at any given moment, God could have done something. He could have intervened. He could have turned your thoughts around. He could have given you a different perspective. He could have changed your mind. God could have stepped in, but God looked at that thing and he said, yes, it's a bad decision, but I'm going to flip it around for my name's sake. I'm going to turn it around because on the other side of it, I see that, that I can win more people in tragedy. I can win more people in my death. And me just simply sitting afar off, giving direction and giving instructions. For his name's sake. And then the writer goes on as little children, he comes on and he says, Now I write to you, father. Now we're no longer children. Now we have moved to, uh, uh, to adulthood. Now we have responsibility. Now we're fathers. Now we have children that, 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 that are looking to us now for us. Now the writer is saying, I'm looking, I'm writing to you fathers. I like what he said here because you have overcome the wicked one so now I'm not writing to someone or speaking to someone uh, uh, who are are struggling now I'm speaking to someone who is an overcomer I'm speaking to someone now who have gone through some things I'm speaking to someone now that have now come out on the other side and and you're able to say uh, he brought me through Uh, I'm speaking to that individual now, to those individuals that understand that sometimes when we go through stuff, it don't always feel good. I'm speaking to that individual now who was able to look back and see how God has brought them over the difficult roles. I'm speaking to that individual now who has a responsibility now to tell somebody else, about what God has done from them because he goes on to say that I'm speaking, I'm writing to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning. He says, I'm writing to you now because you now understand what God is trying to do. Now you're able to share this message to those that are a little weaker than you are. Now you're able to go to those that are struggling right now as fathers, as one that has now have a little, a little weight under their belt. You've got a little history behind you. Now you're not struggling over the small stuff. Now you're able to walk through the valleys of the shadows of death. Now you have gotten to the place where you fear no evil because you are fathers and you recognize that thou art with me and that he will put no more on you than what you are able to bear. And you are able to say that because there is a history there because now you're able to look back over your life and you're able to see where he has brought you from. Now you have a point of reference, whereas when you were children and you didn't have all of that to work with, now you are fathers, you are mothers, you're, you're older now, you're more seasoned now in your walk. That's way your walk now should reflect your your life experience now because you will walk with God for 15 years. Then now you're able to stand on his promises and now you are able to look to the hills from which cometh your help. Now you're able to step out on faith and believe it, even if you can't see it. Now you're able to do that, where at first you struggled with it. And and God understands that. God understands that when you first come to him, it's a learning experience. You don't know him like you should know him, and, and you don't know him enough. I mean, unlike other relationships, when I met my wife, we met in january Uh, we i proposed (laughs) in april (laughs) we got married in august (laughs) come on somebody all in the same year now i know it's not normal sometimes you have to date for five years and some have been dating for ten years and I'm not hating on anybody but what I'm saying is is that when you come to God and God takes you through some things and, and show you what he's about and show you that he can keep you and show you that he can hold you oh it don't take a rocket scientist to figure it out oh it only give me just a few months two months and I realize that this is the one for me I didn't have to go through and series of um of um, questioning, I realized it wasn't hard to realize. It. it wasn't hard to figure out that this is the one for me. And if I can just help somebody today, um, God has shown you. He's walked with you over the years. Oh, I feel my help right there. He's talked with you over the years. Uh, He's spent time with you in the midnight hours. Uh, he walked with you and he talked with you and he showed you and told you that you belong to him, all he's asking of you is that you will just simply trust him even if you can't trace him. That's the kind of God we serve because you are no longer a child. You are an adult now. And now you're able to look back over your life experience and now you can honestly say i've known him from the beginning that's what the text says It says you have known him from the beginning Now oh, i can go back i can go back to genesis genesis reminds me that in the beginning was the word of god that the in the beginning was god and there's no nothing you know i was standing here and i was just playing with it in my mind and I asked the question, I said, you know what? We know what happens before the end. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, see, 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 we can tell you all about what's going to happen before the end comes. But is there anybody out there that can tell me what happens before the beginning? Oh, yes. What happened before the beginning began? You see, only God can tell you that. Only God can enlighten you on what happened before the beginning even began to begin. And the writer is simply saying that you've known me from the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth amen in the beginning god did that and then we jump over to john where he simply says in the beginning was word and the word was god And the word was with god and he goes on to say that nothing was created without him in the beginning in the beginning and the bible tells me that you've known him you know god you've known him since the beginning when you were a child when you were walking and you knew that something different was going on some of us was raised in a christian home some of us wasn't raised in a christian home but whether you were raised in a christian home or not raised in a christian home god still spoke to you oh yes i am declaring right now i wasn't there i know it i know you were you were you were so out in the street you were so out of touch where, where, where you just know let me tell you something god was speaking you probably didn't know it was god speaking But God always speaks. And then the right goes on to say, He says, I'll write to you, young men. Now, Uh, you know, it gets, it's getting it's getting a little interesting here uh, because he, he uh, wrote to the children. Uh, he wrote uh, uh, to the fathers. Now he said, I'm writing to you, young men. Now, I don't want to exclude my young ladies because I want you to know that God is writing to you as well. But his text says that I'm writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. Well, now you have strength. Now you have power Now you're walking in your authority Now you're slaving demons Now you have power to walk right Power to talk right Power to live right Now the Holy Ghost has come upon you And now you are living Your best life Now you're living a great life Now as young men As young women You're in the prime of your life Uh, You're You're smelling yourself You're smelling uh, uh, Now Now you're in a good place. So you got to, Lord, Lord, Lord got to help me. Uh, Even in the priest's word, uh, Lord got to gather me. He got to hold me. Because you're in a good place right now. You're at the prime of your life. And you are able to overcome things that when you were a child, they used to trip you up. Now you are in a good place right now. And he says, I'm writing to you, young men, because you have overcome The wicked one. Stuff don't catch you like it used to. Anybody there? Just raise your hand for me, if you will. Just gonna put some words in the chat. Just gonna put some clap, hand clap of praise in the chat. Have you been been there? Have you ever struggled with something and now God has given you the victory? Now what used to trip you, now you're able to use it as a weapon to slay demons. Now you're in a good place. Anybody there? You have writing to the to the young men, and then he goes on. Now check it out. This is like I said a minute ago, where it gets a little interesting because now he's writing to the young children again, and it just puts the sets the stage for. Once I was a child. When I was a child, I I I, I grew up. I, I became old, and now when you become older, now you start to go back down again, and you start going back to that place of infancy now when at once you depended on mama and you depended on daddy now your children you are depending on them now you used to change their diapers come on somebody now they're changing yours now at one point you used to feed that mom and daddy fed you and as, as, as now we get older and the text now now we see now that we are feeding mama, and daddy. But John, but the, but the writer says, the writer says, he says, I'll write to you, uh, I'll write to you, uh, little children, because you have known the Father. Because how the Father took care of you when you were a child, now you're able, as young adults, as now a uh, 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 children of God, now you see you're able to take care of your parents you know my children and i prayed uh you know that they were joking uh at least one of them i'm not gonna tell you which one uh was talking about putting me in a, in a home <laughs> That's the Lord ever. i said well you know what baby i said well you have to you have to content with your sisters because <laughs> i know they're not gonna let that happen she said i know daddy i know i know i don't do plan okay then Anyway, (laughs) we have to understand that the writer is now taking us on this journey to where now we're in a place where now what we're doing, we're doing it because we have known the father, there is some history now. I'm walking by faith now because I can look back over the experiences of others that have walked by faith. That's why Hebrews, the the, uh, the faith chapter, chapter 11, reminds us what Abraham did. It reminds us of what, of what Moses did. It reminds us of all the heroes that have walked by faith. And I pray today, oh God, that even my life uh, as simple as it is, will help somebody be able to become more faithful because of my faithfulness. That will help somebody to trust you a little bit more simply because of my trusting in you. That's what he said. You see, everything is connected and everything bows down to the fact that God is doing it for his namesake. And so God has brought us to this place in the pandemic where we're online now speaking to thousands of those that may join in where I may not be able to reach if I was in my building on Parker. But God has said, I'm placing you in a situation where now even throughout the week, people can come back to this page and be able to be blessed. So now if I can transition just for a moment and speak to that individual that may not be here right now, that may not be joining the service right now, but you're joining in a couple of days from now, you're at home and you're scrolling through Facebook and you're scrolling through the internet and you've come across this message right here. If I can just encourage it just a little bit, that this was not an accident, that God allowed your fingers to find its place on this site right here, because God has a message just for you. If I can speak to that young man that is out there right now that may not be tuning in to the message right now to let you know that it is your responsibility to take care of your child. If I can just tune in to that young lady right now that may not be on the face live right now, but down the road you came across this page, if I can just share with you that yes, God do want your life in his hands. God allows stuff to happen for his name's sake because there is a lot riding on his name. You have to understand that heaven was at stake, that everything was on the line, that he gave up everything just to save us from a sin, from, from, from a devil's hell, that God was intentional about putting his life on the line for you and for me. And so, my brothers and sisters, as I wrap this up, because now the writer reminds us, I have written. Oh, yes. And to us, that's past tense. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. And so now he's taking us back to the beginning. He already shared with us on the front end. Like I said, we get up, we grow up. And now we're coming back down again. That's why you have to be careful how you treat people. Let me just put that in there, right there, right there. The same people you meet going up are the same ones you will meet coming back down. And you have to be careful how you treat people. And the Bible says, John reminds us, I've written to you. I've already said it. He's taken us back. He's taken us back. I've already told you that I. You, that he says, I've already written because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. There is no excuse. My brothers and sisters, oh, I love it. I love it. There is no excuse. Hallelujah. The devil can't touch me. The devil can't, oh, see, you ought to be able to sing that song and give God praise at the fact that God has placed you in a position where the enemy can't touch you. He can dance all around you. He can make all kinds of faces. He can throw all kinds of intimidating accusations. But at the end of the day, the devil can't touch you. Hallelujah. And he can't touch me. And that's why. I can stand here today and be spiritually led and know that my life is a life that is a reflection of Jesus Christ. Let me close with this right here. My heart is a little heavy and I get it. These are some very trying times, very difficult times. Now I am in a very unique situation being a pastor, a new pastor at a church where I haven't met all the members and hadn't even preached in my church yet or in the church building, if you will. And I try to be careful calling stuff mine because nothing belongs to me. Everything is, belongs to God. But I'm in a very unique situation here. At the same time, I've been given this charge to lead people to Christ. Now, I get it. These are very difficult times. Leaders, I'm talking to you today. These are very trying times, but the mandate still stands. The mandate has not changed. The word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We still have a responsibility to lead people to Christ, and we can't make the pandemic an excuse. I know, I just got fired. (laughs) But I have to speak truth to power. We cannot allow COVID to cause us to become comatose. We have to rise above because what God is doing, he's doing a new thing. And I wanna be honest with you, I wanna be with him when he comes. So I wanna encourage you leaders, teachers, preachers, family of God, as I started out at the beginning of this message, we're all leaders. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ and you have confessed confessed with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, and you've been baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and you have given your life to him, you have a responsibility. No more are we blaming my circumstances. No more are we blaming my situation or the lack thereof. No more. No more are we giving the enemy ammunition and giving him the gasoline to throw on the the fire. No more. We are overcomers. We know him from the beginning. We know him because we have overcome the wicked one. We know him. Let us walk in that light. And let us tell others about this soon-coming Christ. Let us pray. Father God, again, we thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. And we ask right now, oh God, for those that are under the sound of our voice, that you uh, um, draw them closer to you, those that may be struggling with addiction, those that may be struggling with just even their faith and just being faithful, not even having the energy or the desire to even do spiritual things, Lord, that you would give them a jolt right now, that you would cover and keep them and hold them close. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we leave, Before we leave, just want to remind you of just a few announcements we have going on tomorrow for those that are joining now. um, There's a couple of announcements, uh, a few things that are taking place tomorrow, one being at 3 p.m., amen, there is a special um, um, service going on where we encourage you to log in um, to our Zoom link, amen, um, to be able to just be a part of this awesome service. Also, there is another service that is taking place at 6 p.m. Amen. Um, you can come back and, um, and uh, view this year's service and you'll get the link from there. Uh, but at 3 p.m., at 6 p.m., uh, there's a special service where we ask several women um, to give us their thoughts, uh, some questions about men. The truth of the matter is, um, it's going to be deep. It's going to be deep and we encourage you to be a part of that special service. And lastly, on Wednesday, we're having our special prayer time together. Um, We encourage you to log into our prayer line throughout the day, and then you can go to our CS Conference website on YouTube, and you'll be able to join our live service, amen, at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. We want you to have a happy Thanksgiving um, and celebrate with family. I know there's some distance and some rules and regulations and so forth, but we want you to be safe, amen, as you celebrate this
0: holiday season. Thank you. God bless you for joining, and we'll see you on next week. Take care.